it's Leah Rance from Afternoons on Laser 99.3 and 98.5. On today's episode of Afternoon Rants, we will be unraveling all of the drama surrounding Sony and Disney slash Marvel fighting like two divorced parents over custody of Spider-Man. And we will be giving out hot takes on it. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Academy Mortgage of Agawam. They get the deal closed and you can listen to this episode at Laser99.3.com on iTunes, on SoundCloud and on Spotify. Now let's jump into this sticky legal web web you know because it's like spider-man you know okay all right let's just do it it's future leah here uh doing some editing and making sure i have all my ducks in a row when it comes to this story because to be honest there's a lot from both sides and it's growing and it might even be changing here soon so i just wanted to get all of this out On August 20th, it was announced that Disney slash Marvel and Sony were going to be parting ways on their previous agreement to share the Spider-Man character. And as a result, Tom Holland's Spidey would no longer be a part of the collective MCU as Kevin Feige, as well as other producers, were pulled entirely by Disney for future projects. The previous agreement, according to Forbes, was that in these joint effort movies, quote, Marvel would receive 5% of the first dollar gross on... Sony produced pictures featuring the MCU version of Spidey, plus merchandising revenues, unquote. Marvel approached Disney with a 50-50 co-financing split, splitting production costs and splitting profits, and Sony refused. Sony issued the statement to The Hollywood Reporter, quote, Much of today's news about Spider-Man has mischaracterized recent discussions about Kevin Feige's involvement in the franchise. We are disappointed but respect Disney's decision not to have him continue as a lead producer of our next live-action Spider-Man film. We hope this might change in the future, but understand that many new responsibilities that Disney has given him, including all their newly added Marvel properties, do not allow time for him to work on IP they do not own. Kevin is terrific and we are grateful for his help and guidance and appreciate the path he has helped put us on, which we will continue. Also, since this was recorded, it should be noted that Tom Holland and Zendaya have both unfollowed Sony following this split, which I know in the grand scheme of this seems pretty minute. However, it does show their positions pretty clearly siding with Disney. Also, I wanted to note in here that in my opinions, we all seem to think, in everyone's opinions, we seem to think that Tom Holland will clearly play the role. But truth be told, there is no guarantee since his iteration of Spider-Man has only existed while the two studios worked together. He had one more solo movie on his contract, but contracts can be negotiated. All right. Did I cover everything? Let's hope so. Let's get into it. All right, so the big thing that's happened lately with movies and that everybody's been talking about has been Sony and uh, Disney kind of kiboshing the whole Spider-Man being their shared love child and (laughs) Sony promptly taking him back and Marvel saying, okay, well, we're not going to have uh, Kevin Feige be your producers of any future films anymore, and we are not going to have uh, just any of our producers anymore. He's officially kicked out of the MCU um, because you won't go 50-50 with us on these profits. And by the way, Far From Home made a billion billion dollars. dollars. Yeah. So I'm kind of getting everybody's hot takes when it comes to this because I feel like everybody's got a different perspective. And Jared, you're cracking your knuckles. I'm Uh, ready. You're ready? All right. So uh, I'll just let's just get into it. What do you think of all this? Okay. So 
Hot take. All right. Disney owning everything might not be a good thing. And so here's the thing, right? Uh, Sony, uh, in regards to, I believe, Homecoming and Far From Home, Sony gave Disney 100% of all the merchandising profits from that too, which is already massive. And Sony uh, essentially didn't want to give up any more of the profits that they were actually getting from the movies themselves. Then, so that's kind of how this whole thing just kind of got like can't, for lack of a better word. And so now I'm a little bit excited because. So, did you ever see Venom? Yes. What did you think? I thought it was a romantic comedy between a parasite and its host. In a good way, though? Yeah, in a good way. I liked exactly. it. Exactly. Okay, cool. So we're on the same page there. So I think that it would be really cool. And again, this is me, huge Spider-Man fanboy. I would love it if there was like the whole like Spider-Man, not not like a full-on like cinematic universe, right? Because it doesn't need to be like that grand scale. But I think if we could get like Venom, Spider-Man, all the other like Spider-Man rogues, I think it would be so cool. And I completely trust Sony because... I think Venom was stupidly fun, and I think Into the Spider-Verse was, is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I think now, honestly, I kind of think that Disney kind of shot themselves in the foot by not being able to reach an agreement with this, because honestly, they don't really have a whole ton of characters that people are extremely attached to, right? Because Iron Man's dead, no more Spider-Man, Captain America is essentially, uh, let's say, retired for the sake of this, right? Well, Doc- he's, he's passed on the handle to Falcon. Yeah, right. But I, I think, like, the Steve Rogers Captain America, I think, is the one that everybody kind of, like... I mean, it's synonymous, you know. And I think, like, they tried to kind of get Captain Marvel to be the new head of the Avengers, and I don't really think that people are re- are kind of buying into the whole Captain Marvel train, honestly. I think Doctor Strange... Uh, I'm still excited for Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is good. Black Panther, also pretty decent, but I think that they... Just by not having Iron Man, Captain America, or Spider-Man, I really think they're shooting themselves in the foot as far as, like, what characters will be able to appear in the future movies. Because Thor's almost done. There's only one more Guardians movie left before their contract expires. I think Black Panther is signed on for at least one more, maybe two? So you're basically saying that Sony is avoiding Disney, who's a sinking ship right now, but you you see the iceberg on the horizon. Yeah, well, no, here's the thing. I think that... If Spider-Man was in the MCU, because again, I mean, we both saw Far From Home, they spent the that basically the entirety of that movie building up Spider-Man to be an Avenger, right? To essentially kind of take the lead of the Avengers, at least on Earth. Well, yeah. I, I think that there was a lot of open-ended questions with Far From Home. I mean, it basically ended on a cliffhanger of the fact that mm-hmm. Peter Parker's identity has been revealed, and we're not even really sure if Mysterio is dead or not. Exactly. But here's the thing, is that, especially with the whole thing about... Uh, Peter Parker's identity being revealed, Sony, to my knowledge, could take that storyline and run with it, right? Because you might know better than me. Is Tom Holland, like, is he just going to kind of go wherever Spider-Man goes? Yes, Sony still, yeah. Okay, so, okay. So he's still going to be Spider-Man. Gotcha. So, yeah, I don't see any reason, like, basically, I just think that without having Spider-Man in the MCU as his new leader, as kind of like the big mainstay that everybody knows and loves, right? Because, I mean, you know... Everybody loves Tom Holland as Spider-Man, right? Widely, okay, widely regarded as yes, very good character. Yeah, I think without having him, I think they're really lacking like a big leader figure for these movies, and I think that overall the MCU might suffer because of it. I I would agree with you on that, being that Spider-Man is, I would say, arguably Marvel's Superman in the fact that it's the most recognizable Marvel hero of all time. So you say that Sony, though, should stick to their guns and not give in. 
I think, here's the thing, I love seeing Spider-Man interact with the MCU. I mean, basically this entire character has been rooted in essentially being Iron Man Jr. for the most part. I mean, I'm bummed to see him go, but I kind of get it. Either either way, I'll be happy, because if Sony wants to pour all of their effort, like, as far as superhero movies go, into just making, like, really good in a lot of Spider-Man movies... I'm all in for it. But do you think Sony has the track record or the mainstay to be able to do that? Because they they also gave us the amazing Spider-Man and that wasn't as widely regarded as such a good, uh, such good Spider-Man movies. And Spider-Man 3, you know, wasn't very good either. So uh, admittedly, besides Into the Spider-Verse, they haven't had a really good track record with it just being them. I I think Venom and Into the Spider-Verse have kind of reinstored my faith a little bit. But are you the majority? And no, absolutely not. Most people are saying like F Sony and all this other stuff. So it wouldn't, <laughs> no, 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 I'm definitely not in the majority. Right. I'm just, I'm, I will be happy either way. But I kind of get Sony's perspective. Hot take. Okay, Lenny. So you have been bombarding my Facebook Messenger, honestly, with uh, just reactions. I would say of what's been going on with Sony and Spider Man. So I feel like I want, I want to hear your hot take. Hot take. Spider Man Far From Home was the only Spider-Man film that matters. Whoa. Let's break it down. So let's go back to the ancient days of 2002. And uh, look, it the way Spider-Man started, late 70s, they were television shows, filmed as, in quotes, movies, and they showed them. And they were successful, and that's fine. But then they got kind of locked up for like 20 years, and nobody had any rights to it. So then they move on into the movies. So here they go. Like, I think it was like 2000 when they finally secured the rights to be able to make Spider-Man movies again. And then out comes the first one. Respectful to the story. Arguably, Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man movies are kind of what jettisoned this idea that, hey, uh, superhero movies can work and people will pay. Absolutely. But even within that trilogy, issues. While they were successful, the next two films, Spider-Man 2. It was like a soap opera. Peter's balancing a normal life with a superhero life. That's I don't need that. In my, it still in my, did pretty well. Though. I, I'm, this is not a comment on what they make in terms of Hollywood right now. It's 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 basically you either have a comic book film or you're a failure. There's no middle ground right now. It's very bizarre. But this kind of kicked that off and that that era started. And I think a lot of people started thinking, hey, we could actually do this. Right. And then. The worst Spider-Man movie of all time comes out in 2007, (laughs) Spider-Man 3. And really, there's only one sentence, the evil dance scene. (laughs) Let's face facts. Granted, again, successful film, but in terms of all of the Spider-Man films, who cares? I mean, this is terrible. It was the most memeable for sure. It's so uncomfortable. So then they reboot it uh, in 2012, new Spider-Man um, again, we find out how he becomes Spider-Man, blah, 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 blah. Spider-Man 2, 2014, spinning their wheels. It's kind of like a lackluster story. Gwen Stacy dies. Sad, but again, eh, who cares? So then Marvel comes into the scene because at this point now Marvel's Marvel. So now here comes Spider-Man Homecoming. So here we go again. We have to reboot Spider-Man. But this time, it's interesting because they have to kind of now roll them into the Spider-Man universe. So mission accomplished. Well done. You know, now he's kind of in the party. Arguably the be- the best 
yet, honestly. At that point, iteration of Spider-Man. To that point. But then comes Far From Home. Far From Home is everything that the Spider-Man comics were back in the day, and they finally got it onto film. It was fun. There was like this just weird sort of like, he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but there's this global feel to it. He's in another country. There's all this other stuff going on. He's protecting his friends. This is more about what Spider-Man is. Less about some of this. Less about evil dance scenes. Less about like all of this other stuff. Why would you argue that this is even better than Home? coming because this wasn't his first solo movie. It wasn't his first solo movie, but this this was, he carried this film. There was no Tony Stark. There was no side story. It was, this was the aftermath from Avengers Endgame. It comes out. While it had some heavy moments, lighthearted film, Spider-Man as a comic, lighthearted. Amazing film. Hit it out of the park. Everything you would want in a Spider-Man movie was contained in that film. And now they're breaking up over money and there's a lot of money to be made here this is the first spider-man film that went over a billion dollars yes and they really are having a problem trying to figure out how to split a billion dollars between these two companies well yes (laughs) (laughs) do you hear how silly that sounds when you say yes so what is so and by the way you you've totally forgotten about spider-man uh into the spider-verse i'm keeping that out because that was very well done but it's a cartoon i'm really just focusing on the films but that, I have nothing against the Spider-Verse. That is something they're doing with Columbia Pictures. And I think they're doing a fine job. The story was great. It's separate from this argument with Marvel. And it seemed like they finally straightened out Spider-Man. And they got him aligned with the rest of the world, which is like 22 films now, 23 films. So it seems kind of silly when you start to look at it from the overview of like, wait a second. It's taking you over 20 years to get this together, and now you're going to just throw it out the window because you can't figure out how to properly split $1 billion. So are you arguing with Sony about this for Sony's decision to not go 50-50 with Disney? I feel like they're both being dicks. How does that sound? (laughs) I think the problem is, is because Marvel is, look, they're feeling themselves. I mean, quite frankly, they're like one third of like what Hollywood is right now and 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 growing. So there's, that doesn't slow down. Um, and I feel like the, the other guy's like, wait a second, now that we kind of know the path, maybe we could do this on our own and we don't need them. So let's rip him away because contractually they still own Spider-Man. So they're both wrong. But who suffers is us who really actually kind of enjoy the character. And Tom Holland, because quite frankly, now he's going to be ripped away from all of these other, uh, other characters that he's working well with. That that is the because they still get to use Tom Holland, but the thing of it is, is that uh, I think that there was kind of a precedent set that eventually Tom would be in these crossovers. Maybe not an Avengers type because the Avengers are over, but he was going to be built into the stories. But he was going to be built into these stories, and now there's no chance. I mean, they could still build him in, not as Spider Man. I mean, this it makes no sense. Hopefully, they can work it out. But I mean, honestly, if you look at all of the Spider Man films from front to back, like Take a Weekend, say that maybe I've done that once, and I'm telling you right now. And then I went to go see Far From Home. I, I don't. I don't think they're going to get better than where they are right now. And I think they're going to learn that they need each other because if if another Spider-Man movie comes out and Marvel's not involved, I don't think it's going to be great. I think we're going to see Evil Dance scene again, and I don't think that's a good thing. Hot take! All right, finally, this is my hot take. And it has shifted a lot and changed a lot, but this is what it is. I think that life may end up imitating art. Here's why. 
I understand both perspectives in this. Of course, Disney would want Sony to concede to them, give them 50% of the profits. Why wouldn't they? Honestly, a lot would argue that it's because of the MCU that this iteration of Spider-Man has been so successful. But also it has been because of Tom Holland. As reported on BuzzFeed News, Spider-Man Far From Home happens to be the only global mega blockbuster this year that wasn't financed and released by Disney. And that's got to sting. However, on the flip side, for Sony, Spider-Man Far From Home has been their highest grossing film worldwide of all time with $1.1 billion, surpassing Skyfall. So why on earth would they give away (laughs) their, uh, why would they give Disney 50% of that if they know that this spider, that that Spider-Man is essentially their golden goose right now? And unfortunately, I feel like what Sony thinks, now Sony has said, we're going to make another Spider-Man movie. No doubt about it. They'd be idiots not to. The future of Tom Holland, now we're finding out, uh, you know, tentative. They'd be stupid not to, but we've seen in the past Sony has made some stupid decisions <laughs> and and has seriously um, messed up our faith in the Spider-Man films in the past, with the exception of Sp- Into the Spider-Verse and the first two Spider-Man movies from Sam Raimi. Now they've got that trust back. And they've also got the added bonus of the fact that Venom surprisingly did pretty well um, 2018 with Tom Hardy. And now the wheels are turning, I feel like. And the most likely situation that's going to happen to me, although they could concede and I would I would rather them. Let me just go on record saying I would rather them concede to Disney and honestly just have this Tom Holland be in the MCU, follow the footsteps of Iron Man. I would love to see that happen, but I think Sony's got their minds on a Spider-Verse. Not a follow-up sequel to the Miles Morales movie, although that would be awesome as well because that movie was fantastic and arguably just as good or even better than Far From Home, but I think that they've got in their minds, um, we don't need the MCU. We can be our own MCU. Do you follow me? They're going to make their own Spider-Verse. And they're going to have Tom Holland be at the crux of it. Now, if they play their cards right, they'll have Tom Holland be the beginning of it. Even though he doesn't seem too keen on the idea right now, given the fact that he's unfollowed them. But bear with me. They have an entire universe all about the Spider-Verse character, similar to what Jared was saying. I think that is what they are banking on doing. Unfortunately, fortunately, however you want to look at it. And I think that life will imitate art in that Tom Holland, not Spider-Man, but Tom Holland will follow in the footsteps of Robert Downey Jr. and be the beginning of this new empire, this counter empire, because let's be honest here, DC right now is not currently really a part of the conversation in DC versus Marvel. I mean, it's just the movies is just no comparison. Really, there's nobody right now going up against this MCU universe. And Lenny was right in the fact that if you're not a superhero movie, what are you doing in theaters right now? Because that's all people are going to spend their money on. Sony sees this. 
And they realize that they have the most iconic Marvel hero. So instead, they're going to build an empire based around Spider-Man and those characters and those villains, whatever they have control of. And they're going to and now, unfortunately, they've seen MCU do it and they're just going to follow suit. That's my hot take. 